Hello everyone, welcome back to the channel. I hope you're having a phenomenal time, day, year, even though it just started. Uh, this is the G-Dub and Drew podcast. If you're new here, I think I already said hit that sub button. I'm your boy, G-Dub, and this is my boy. What up? Drennan. He's a cool cat. Um, so what we like to talk here is... I just like, I like, I like for you to say my name. All right, because you know you got that uh, got that nice ASMR type voice. <laughs> All right, I got you. Shit, let me just start over then. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the G Dub and Drennan podcast. I'm your boy G Dub, and this is the boy Drennan on on the mic over here. Say hey, man. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, we like to start off to just see what's going on. But since things have already kind of started off, we're just going to talk about how our year went. And we're gonna do a quick little go over that, and then our some New Year's resolutions. So, I'll let uh, I'll let our brother Drennan go ahead and start off the topic. How was your year, and what are your resolutions? Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna start off by saying been a little sick. Uh, no COVID or anything, not know of at least. <laughs> I know my wife had a ear infection, and I know ear infection not contagious, but the symptoms, cold type stuff you can get from being around. So I think that's it. But I don't know about you. Have you been hearing a lot of stuff about like people having something similar to where it's coughing, congestion, Man, stuff like that? I have noticed recently at work we have picked up on a one. We had a stunt <clears throat> truck go around over here. Glad I didn't get that. But the biggest thing that we've been seeing a lot more of is RSV in uh, in adults. So people who don't know what RSV is, RSV is typically like a, it's like a cold, but it's seen more in children. We're thinking now that it only got seen more in children because we only tested children for it, but it was, it's a really bad cold and it could typically like, you know, borderline hurt a lot of kids growing up. And so we've been seeing a lot more of that. So with colds flying around, I think we're going to see an influx on a lot of stuff like that, especially now since people have, um, not only gotten the COVID vaccine, but are so sick of it that we're going, we're, we're reverting back to what we were before the first pandemic in a state of mind of, I don't want to wear masks. I don't want to, they're like not being as health conscious anymore. So yeah. I think a lot of things are spreading, but yeah, we're seeing a lot of stuff like that. So it could be yeah. a big spread on, um, spread on that, especially since she works with kids, you know? She's like she's a teacher, so she brings everything home. Yeah, not you know, not on purpose. It just happens. But exactly. But uh, now my year, pretty good. Uh, like I said before, was working the last thirteen months on COVID and doing stuff like that, frontline from testing to vaccines to uh, infusions. So uh, I definitely got to brush up on a lot of medical stuff. You know, I usually don't get to since I'm a National Guard medic and we only get, you know, one week in the month to really focus on certain things. And, you know, it's not like you are you're in it every day. Granted, you're a nurse, so, you know, a lot more than I do and have a lot more stuff to go off of than I do. But, yeah, that was nice. Um, post, well, I guess back end of COVID, and we're not really over it, but I don't I mean, that was basically my year, was doing that. Uh, missed out on a lot of NASCAR races. I'm a big race fan. 
missed out on a lot of those. Uh, NASCAR came back to Tennessee, well, in Tennessee, but it came back to Middle Tennessee. And I just so happened to be in Louisiana for six weeks during that, so. Where do they uh, uh, do yeah. the races over there? I, was, uh, I don't think, is it in uh, Nashville? It's Nashville Super Speedway in Lebanon. Okay. Uh, they actually have a track at the fairgrounds, the old Tennessee State Fairgrounds in Nashville, mm. that they've recently uh, reported that they're proving, or Nashville approved uh, whatever company owns that racetrack to renovate and do stuff like that and try to bring Nashville or NASCAR back to Nashville. So should be 2024-ish, they should be back. Okay, that'll be exciting. But do we have a yeah, driver? Miss, like, how do they represent our like? Does every state have a specific driver? Because I know there's a shit ton of race cars. Like, I know nothing about NASCAR to tell you all that. So no, they they don't they don't have like drivers for each state. Uh, it's just whoever can make it up to that. Uh, yeah, okay. a lot of the teams are based in Charlotte. There was one team that was based in. Uh, Colorado for a while. I think there's one team. Penske is still in Michigan, but besides that, everything's very Charlotte-based. Uh, there was one team that was supposed to be branching out, and well, was a newer team that was going to be Nashville City, air quotes, mm-hmm. and they were going to put their shop in Nashville, stuff like that, but uh, an older team folded, and they actually picked up their shop, so no need to build a new shop when you have a new one you just bought. So, but uh, there there is one team that I know of in the mid state that's over in Murfreesboro. It's uh, Lake Greenfield. I don't know what his actual thing is, but it's actually over behind like a Starbucks and Hobby Lobby over there, or not Hobby Lobby. Uh, what's it called? Old Time Pottery. Oh. We actually go buy it a lot whenever we go over to uh, that store, but yeah. Thank you. But yeah, uh, pretty boring year, though. Just doing COVID stuff. Well, that's fair. Didn't really get out and do anything else. Uh, besides get married. Thing. Yeah, I was like, let's yeah. like, you got married, bro. You got yeah. locked down. No one else can get a <laughs> dreaded, or at least not the dreaded, bro. Yeah, the, that's right, the baby. The dreaded. <laughs> No, that uh, that actually the wedding went really well. We kind of went with a uh, old Hollywood theme. Uh, we were up until that the day of. We were kind of maybe we shouldn't have got married. Maybe we should just got a, or went and eloped, not get married, but actually have a wedding. Just mm-hmm. went and elope and have a bigger honeymoon type thing. But uh, we think it went pretty well. Our our vision for the wedding went pretty well. Uh, what do you think? I mean, you were there, so it looked good, your... man. I thought it was pretty dope. You know, out of you know, I wish there would have been a little more popping and locking on the floor, but you know, <laughs> let me just go ahead and tell y'all: the only <laughs> popping and locking on the floor was this boy right here <laughs> acting a fool in a good way. Definitely, I think you definitely had people get up and actually go dance. Yeah, besides you know the typical. One or two no. couple that would do the the cha cha slide and stuff, but yeah, yeah man, yeah. it's just it was pretty good. You know, I felt like everyone was real considerate. There was no one that was like B 
being a dick about anything and everyone just it seemed like everyone was having a solid time the your I, I keep forgetting her name i'm sorry when you hear this or if you hear this i forgot your name but uh she did an excellent job coordinating everything and she was super like level-headed and calm about it even though she was anxious and stopped getting everything like prepped beforehand dana looked great. you my- look great huh you talking about Allie? Yeah, 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 Allie. I kept wondering. I, I knew it wasn't Annie, and I was like, I'm not going to say Annie. I'm just going to be real and just be like, all right, because, you know, I can't fake that yeah. type of stuff. But, yeah, man. She is the GOAT. Yeah. The, uh, Allie is my cousin's girlfriend. Hopefully, it's going to be fiance, but uh, she actually, like, stepped in last minute. He asked her, because, you know, when preparing a wedding... You sit here and you have all these big details you take care of, and then you start knocking off the small ones. And then you have people come in like, did you think of this? Didn't even think about somebody kind of like directing the wedding. She came in, stepped in with like, I don't know, a week's notice, and was on top of everything. Like, <coughs> oh, sorry. she's the reason the wedding went well, Thank basically. You. And we're yeah. still in debt to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was a beautiful ceremony. It was very, it was clever too. Out of all the weddings I've seen and been a part of, I though your stuff was really. And I was like, I wish the viewers could see. You can like get these. They had movie posters made to look like them, like of iconic movies and stuff. And it just, it was pretty nice. It was like we were in a real movie for a minute there. A lot of people went by them and it was like, okay, they put movie posters up. I get it. That's kind of cool because it's in this old theater. And then people were like, wait a minute, that's them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was clean, man. It was super clean. Wedding went well. Uh, Honeymoon was a lot of fun. Went to Disney World for 50th anniversary. It was really cool because you got a lot of people coming up to you, saying congratulations, stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, what about your year? How about you? Man, my year... It took a while for me to realize it, but my year kind of went. It took off. You know, a lot of people were saying like 2020 was ass and 2021 was worse or it was still pretty, you know, in a bad spot. But I can say it started off rough because I remember bringing up my relationship that happened earlier on. You know, it ended a month or a month and a half before the new year started. So a lot of the beginning of that year was a blur, but I do know, like, career-wise, like, things took off. So, like, that December, I decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a job up here. It started in January. Started doing that, and next thing you know, I get, you know, first of all, I think I got more raises than I should have gotten, so I got real lucky on that. And then... uh you know, I started my career in acute care, and then I moved to the ER within the year. You know, not many people. I've only been nursing for almost two years now, not even two years, and I've already went through like four different specialties. And not many That's people can thing, say though. that. Yeah, I got all this different type of experience under my belt, man. And then, so things are looking fantastic on the work side. And not only that, but through the year, I became more of myself again because it's like I've never really been alone as much as I have been you know working nights you know I have you guys to talk to like y'all keep me grounded and stuff but like through the year I just had so much growth 
as a person on my own. I've gotten physically so inclined with myself. You know, it's like with boxing. I'm learning more about myself physically. I've hit so many do, PRs. Do you mind if I say something about oh, that? Go ahead. About, yeah, so like, do we become friends it was after high school for both of us right it was, yeah it was after high school and <clears throat> i remember it because <laughs> I, I met all of you guys that night um all all together because cj invited me to play basketball with you guys and okay, uh, yeah yeah that's it yeah and i was freaking out because i'm like i don't know these people like that and it's at a place that i'm not used to going so i pull up to a church yeah. parking lot we played at a church to a church parking lot in the middle of the night, it's dark as hell, and I'm like, oh, man, CJ brought me out here to a gang gang thing, and I'm going to die. So I brought my knife in <laughs> with me. It was in my pocket. I was ready to fend off the masses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what, That was my mind. Church, oh, yeah. Because I think this was also, I don't know, I just get real paranoid <clears throat> about meeting new people like that. And so I was like, all I know is CJ, and I'm like, I know CJ's my boy, but, you know, sometimes you can't trust folks in the world. I thought he was going to try to jump me or some shit. So like, but yeah, that was, I don't know. What, what year was that? Probably. Um, I think like, well, you graduated 15, right? Yeah. is when I graduated and it was probably. I'd say it had to have been 17, 16. I'd say 2016. Cause uh, I didn't have any, I didn't have any true uh, responsibilities yet. And I think, uh, yeah, it had to have been the summer of 2016. Because I remember oh, meeting y'all before known, I met Bell. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, like, I've known Gannon for what's that? Jesus, six, six years, years now. now. God, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, so he moved out to Colorado and stuff. We were, I'd say, we'd known each other pretty good at that point, but yeah. still, you know, getting to know each other and it knowing of you before that. You were definitely a different person when you got out there. <laughs> definitely. What's, I mean, good reason. Like, you're out there alone, like you said, yeah. basically. I mean, you got your family, but you ain't got any of your friends and your My boys family's there. not here now either. My mom's been gone from up here for a minute. I've only... There you go. Yeah, like, friends and family are all gone at this point. So, like, you got there, you're in a new job, new area, drastically new, different area. Yeah. Like, you know... Tennessee, Colorado, Tennessee, you know, it is wooded. There are some mountains, but it's a different breed in Colorado. Yes, very but, different breed. Very basic. And then coming off of, coming off your, I guess you were still in the relationship at that point, but yeah, so, well, <clears> you I, had different, different goals and different go thoughts. Because I, I was coming in with the relationship, moving to Colorado with all intentions of moving away after that. And so I came in, I was already sad because I, it set in that I said goodbye to my friends and then my girlfriend was gone and I would have to wait for that. So I spent most of like the first, I'd say the first eight months in Colorado, actually no longer than that. Cause you know, we broke up about like seven months after me being there and then it took like probably half of the new year of last year to fully get over it. So yeah, I spent like out of my almost two years, I spent about a year and some change, just not in a good state. <laughs> but uh, go ahead. I mean, it's it'll take time, but uh, basically, 
dude, like happiest dude, greatest person I know, literally. And yeah, it's it sucks when you see like a drastic change, even even though like we weren't the closest, maybe definitely not as close as we are now at that point. But like, maybe all things were for a reason. You got to go out there. Yeah, I got about yourself a little bit more. You got closer with definitely. You definitely got closer with all of us. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, it it definitely sucked, but I'm glad it happened. Great experience for you. Exactly. You know, I not I, been good, <laughs> but it was good experience for you. <laughs> it was needed, man. Like, and looking back, one I appreciate all that, man. Yeah, it, it, I like y'all are family at this point. Like, hands down, regardless. No doubt. Like even even hell being Chase. Oh, Chase is one of our subscribers. Appreciate you, dog. Share the video. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, Chase, like, me and Chase are probably the least connected out of everybody. That's just because me and Chase don't know each other much. But, like, even when I'm sitting there in the party, me and Chase are just chilling. No one's saying anything, but it's still a good time. Like, Chase is, Chase is a brother. Everybody's a brother. And it's, just, it's nice to have that camaraderie, and I just can't wait to be back to be there, like, physically. Like, he's like... You know, like when I was in college and I would come back home for anyone knows, I was, uh, I lived four hours away when I was in school. So it's like, I would come back home, visit, and I, I literally would come back sometimes just to have a weekend with these fellas. Cause I just enjoy the time so much. And it's just great. Definitely me. I mean, I'm always a good time. I don't yes. know about everybody else. But... <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> with, uh, Back to the original thing at hand, it's like my year, yeah. I just, I've grown so much with myself because I also realized too that I never had time to grow alone, like from college. Like, yeah, I had myself and I really found solace and strength within myself enough to help others and get through my schooling and stuff like that. I always had a smile on my face, no matter how bad it hurt. But it's like, for example, relationship wise, I went from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend. I think the longest amount of time I was single besides now was like, and besides like high school and shit was probably a couple months in between the first and the second serious one. And so it took a lot of me to like find that solace in myself alone again, without having to come home to somebody and do this and do all these other things. So it was really nice to get a grasp on that. And like I, right now I'm at a spot like, the only thing I would change is to be closer to family and friends. Other than that, I'm doing doing good. I got some cool friends at work. I have some friends from Tennessee that are out here that I go see every now and then. My career is taking off. My boxing stuff is going really well. I've now registered with USA Boxing. So hopefully, hey. like, yeah, I registered with them at the end of the year. Uh, what else is going on? My streaming, last year, my streaming on Twitch probably was the best year I had. I gained so many followers in that time frame. Now, is it still, does it still need work? Yeah, I'm still going in between all that kind of stuff. I need better equipment if I want to stream off my PC and everything. But uh, other than that, like, you know, it's doing, <laughs> it's doing wonders, man. Uh, meeting tons of cool people. Uh I even was able to make a couple of, a couple of hundred dollars off of it. But uh, I want to, you know, let that do better. But what else has been going on? Streaming's been good. Work's been good. Gym's been good. I had so many PRs this past year. It was crazy. I was able to, <laughs> to freaking, I finally benched over 300 pounds. And then uh -huh. I repped 
300 pounds for two. You know, I know that's not a lot, but you know, it's something we're making, we're making moves. Um, and big shout outs to my boy, Tristan, you know, he, he low key say, cause like after that dip at the, like, I, I was probably like high key depressed for the first like three months of, uh, a 2021 i didn't do anything i didn't like i did a whole lot of nothing and my strength got down considerably like i couldn't lift nearly as much as i used to be able to and then, like in some things i've progressed something i'm still need to work on and but he got... just even more on depression with it you know yeah. you know you look back to working out and stuff and you're not lifting as much you're like oh, dude yeah <laughs> yeah it hit hard and i was so mad and uh but my boy tristan wrote me this plan and it boosted me up if anyone's interested in it i can totally talk to him and see if i can get you contact i don't know if he's gonna charge or anything that's not my, i'm his boy it might be different levels but yeah <laughs> so that <clears throat> that shit was super nice and i can say that um when i when i take back and look at it and also working in a hospital it really just opened my eyes to so much and it just you know i sit here at the end of the day and i think with all the loss that I've had in life, like family, I've had a couple family members die this year. Um, but, and then also not seeing most of my family and everything, you know, it's like, but I see these patients come in that have also lost loved ones. I've held people while they like, we were trying to bring them back and they just, you know, they don't, they don't come back. And like with spontaneous deaths or deaths that are known, it's, you may, I really understand my grasp of life and it just makes me appreciate you know every day and like my my thing for this year because i i know we're going to talk about resolutions so i'll just move on to that now go for it it's like um with how i lived my i view my life especially this last year was foundation building i've made a better foundation for not only my career but for myself and for the people i care about so now my year 2022 i've never been too big into resolutions i've just had goals period but i my goals for this year is to build upon that foundation i want to start doing more things that i keep talking about doing so it's like for example i've always been told i could i should try voice acting or i'd be good at it or, and i've always wanted to be involved in some of these things i've been wanting to write the story that i've had the skeleton of for a minute now I've been wanting to draw more so I can turn this story into a webcomic and post it and like voice act for that. And so like, you know, my goal, I want to stream more and be more consistent with my streaming. I want to work more on these stories and, and start producing something for it. Cause I practically have the first chapter like ready. I just have to draw it out. And then my boxing, I'm going to fight like, that's I'm these these all these things are not just what I want to do. It's what I'm going to do. It's time to build. Like it. Yeah, like this is this is it. I started off this year saying this is the year of of me. It's not a new year, new me. I'm not doing anything. I'm taking the parts of me that aren't out there yet, and I'm pushing them out there, and I'm doing it. New year, better me. Yes, exactly. So I'm gonna be. I'm going to get that done. I'm going to figure out where I can audition for voice acting stuff. And I'm going to practice that. I don't know if I need, I need to learn a little bit more about it before I fully invest in it. But um, I'm at least going to try and get out there more with that. And then what else is there? Stream more, going to fight my career. Big things are looking up for that. So 
I've our word is definitely out. The people that are above me know my intentions. I'm going to either travel and get paid stupid, stupid green. Cause honestly, with all the things I want to do or am going to do with traveling, that'd be the perfect mix. Cause you know, say I need to take up a, a job in shit, Texas, get a travel assignment, go to Texas for like a couple weeks and then come back. What you need to do is uh travel. Dude, come to Nashville. you want to know what you need to do. back in the hometown. I was looking the other day just to look, I found a job. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me read this out to you. And for anyone who wants to be a nurse, uh, this is some of the best side of it because these travel rates are stupid. So it was start date was ASAP. Oh, yeah. Start date was ASAP. It would be a night shift. I already worked nights. Weekly hours would be 36 hours a week. And I and it says schedule 12. So I'm assuming either you're scheduled 12s or you're scheduling like 12 shifts. But, oh, no, no, no. You're 12-hour shifts. And the assignment would be 13 weeks. Guess how much the estimated weekly total would be? Couldn't tell you. $4,051.28 a week. It's all right. It's all right. Dude, do you know how in, in, in the area, hometown, baby, and if I just like, you know, live with my dad for 13 weeks, would be a problem. I don't want to do that. But I'm just saying that's quadruple. The amount that I make now, and I'm doing pretty solid. So uh, that's ridiculous. Money. Yeah, it's freaking stupid, dumb, crazy. Ugh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I went back on there. There's stuff in chat: twenty four, twenty four, twenty four, twenty four, twenty five, twenty eight, twenty six. There's so much stuff. It's all ASAP, and they're like. Knoxville's 28. I think that one that I was talking about already got taken, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. fair. And, yeah, completely fair. But you yeah. probably, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing like that is kind of like, it's buying a house nowadays. Like, you don't want to look unless you're ready to buy. Exactly. You don't want to look unless you're ready to move and mm-hmm. take that job. Yeah, because so. if I, I was, that's been what's been stopping me. Because like, granted, even though they probably wouldn't let me buy a house. Like, my credit score is fine. My income is fine, but I just haven't done it. I don't know. I feel like they'd give me a hard time on it. But overall, I still want to wait until I have a more definite sight on, like you said, where I'm going to be. Because there's no use of purchasing a house in Colorado when I don't plan on being in Colorado for longer than what a house is worth. Unless I rent it out, which I could, but I don't have enough saved up for that. You know what I'm saying? You know, your boy is super big on you taking travel job, getting travel nursing, and then start taking jobs around the mid-state of Tennessee. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh, Because then, like, I can see everybody we'd, be, we'd be hanging out all the time, mm-hmm. and we can, you know, build on this podcast. In person. Do it in person. Yeah, yeah, that'd be lit. Dude, I'm telling you, rent out a studio? Shit, I'd be able to. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about <laughs> that, but. Yeah. Well, nor, I don't think that'd be a good investment, because, mm-hmm. like. We're, we're small. We're yes, small. Incredibly small. In time, you know. What is it? Yeah, in shoot time. for the stars, hoping to hit the moon. That's right. Is that what it is, or shoot for the moon, hoping to hit the stars? No, you shoot for the stars, land on the moon. All right, bet. bet, bet, yeah. bet. But yeah, so that's about it for my <clears throat> resolutions, my goals, you know. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't like to call them resolutions. I guess. I mean, I guess that's what more people will understand. Call them. I mean, they're basically goals for the start of the year, right? Yeah, I think it just gets me because I hear so many people. It has to, not a negative connotation, but it's like I don't. I want more people to believe in what their resolutions are. You know what I'm saying? It's like. They make them for that moment, but I'm like, you got to stick with it. Like, you you got to push through, and I know these people can. And so, whoever hears this, you can do your resolutions, you know. You just need to have a solid support system behind you, depending on what your goals are. And also, don't don't be ridiculous with it. Like, you want to – I know I just said shoot for the stars, hoping to land on the moon. But at the same time, like, all I think all my goals – are genuinely obtainable, like with enough work and discipline behind it. If you can't give yourself, don't don't sit there and say I'm 300 pounds and my goal is to lose 200 in the next like six months. You know, make it be like my goal is to eat better and just start eating better. You know, change change little things. It's all about what you. I'll say that's go ahead. It's a bad thing about like weight loss. People think being healthy is weighing a certain. Yeah, nah. <laughs> say everybody everybody's goal is to i mean unless it's like you know boxing or whatever you gotta get to a certain weight but like if somebody's goal is to get healthy or like lose weight i say it's just get healthy eat better start i want to feel better that's how i would put it yeah because like i've noticed uh so whenever i went to basic you know it's first training you're constantly working out most of the time it's the best shape you'll ever be in your life and uh, which I got in the best shape I ever was in my life. I went from, I don't know what my weight was. I think it was like 179. And pretty much got all the most body fat off me. I mean, and built a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. I think I came out weighing maybe 185 or somewhere like that. Like, I didn't really move at all. But I was feeling the best I ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting there like, it's crazy now, because, like, from COVID happening, not being able to get in the gym, no excuse, still could work out. Especially with, like, Army putting in this new PT test. Like, kind of need equipment to deal with. But, uh, yeah, like, now... Looking back at it, you're like, oh man, like I've I've gotten back into shape a little bit right now over the last month or two, and looking back at it, yeah, I could go run a 5k, straight out of basic. Now <laughs> I'm gonna need a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not good. Yeah, and if you think about it, like you know, <clears throat> that's what happens when you you hit it so hard because you went from like zero to a hundred quick and it was driven in you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's kind of like I when had, you had, <clears throat> had like one week before, or, uh, I probably started two weeks before when I was like, I should probably just start running, getting used to it or whatever. Like I knew going into that, it was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to suck. Like I always say embrace the suck. I knew it was going to be bad. Either, even if I came in pretty good, you're doing different things you're not really used to. So there's going to be a curve to it, but coming in pretty pretty clean so luckily we were playing basketball a lot before then because that's what really helped me but Amen. yeah it's 
I feel that one hundred percent. But yeah, just people got to be careful because it's like as as serious as that exercise was, and how in like in like you said you were in the greatest shape of your life. You got to think those you can only be in that scenario so many times, and even then for the regular person, you you won't have that. And the more extreme, I can tell you my my with my own personal things. I um I got up to like 230 pounds. For anyone who knows, I'm 600 or not 600. I'm six foot tall, 200 pounds, or not 200 pounds. <laughs> I got up to six foot tall, I was 230, and uh, I was at work, you know, doing okay. I didn't really do. I was eating whatever I wanted to eat. This is before I got serious, serious into boxing, and I would do it every now and then. Uh, but yeah, I got in there and I weighed 230, and I hated how I looked. But like in my eyes, I so I don't have body dysmorphia necessarily. Like I see what I see. Like I I know what I look like. I know compared to the average person, I'm pretty healthy. My body fat isn't as bad as I think it is. I did a body scan the other day, weighing two twenty three, with all my clothes on. I had four pounds of clothes on, by the way. That was crazy. I had like fourteen percent body fat, and it's like you know. Everybody else would look at me and be like, yo, this guy's incredibly healthy. So I know that. But where I, I do that. <laughs> you look at yourself and just don't like what you're at? No, no. I look at you and I'm like, that oh. dude's healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was 230 pounds. And I was bulky, baby. And I hated it. So what I did was I made a bet with this girl I worked with. <laughs> She kept talking shit about her weight, which I know you're not watching this, but she pissed me off so much about it. And if you want to talk about it and you happen to watch this, I'll talk about it with you. But she kept talking shit about herself. And I was like, here, we'll have a bet. I bet I could lose, I think it was 15 pounds in three weeks, which is, you know, average five pounds a week, which is double the amount of time it ta- it, that it should take you. For especially for somebody my size. So they recommend you don't want to lose more than two pounds a week because you're going at a pretty significant deficit. So instead of listening to that and being reasonable, I did something extreme. Did I win that bet? I sure as hell did. I lost 16 pounds in those three weeks. And I can tell you, I'm, I, it's as much as like it was cool to get that weight off like that, the amount of work it took, and how unsustainable it was. I was barely eating. It was really bad. Like if anyone had any type of food issues and they tried this, it would ruin it. Because I was eating like five or maybe six wings and then a lot of soup and chicken broth. And I would Oh, I remember out. that actually. Yeah. I remember that. And I would work out like twice a day. I would do or and this is and I did do boxing at this time too. So I would work out, do boxing, and then I would go home, you know, do my shit, and then go back to the gym in the morning and do either some more boxing or other cardio. And and I it was it was crazy. And it's like your body doesn't need to go through that because I could still like it just it was not good and it's not sustainable. And so these people come in the new year with these new goals, not only just with fitness or anything, it's or fitness or weight loss or anything like that, but with anything, they they get so motivated because it's the new year, but they forget the realistic portion of it. 
you got to realize all this stuff, it has nothing to do with willpower. It's all about discipline. And if you can, because you're not going to have willpower all the time. You're not going to have hope all the time. But you can always be in control of yourself. And if you have that discipline, you're good. So just don't don't test your, your limits or your discipline levels. You know, be reasonable. And you, you can do it. I believe in you. But that's my high horse. And I'm getting off of it because I want <laughs> you to talk about your resolutions. And then, yeah. Well, I got a... I don't really have... I, I've been thinking about it. I want to, like, simplify it for myself. Um, I want to start school because I've had issues with starting school, and which that's already happening. I mean, I guess that was already starting at the end of last year. Uh, I would... I'd be starting this month, but fortunately I've been able to go to BLC, so it'll be pushed back a month, which is totally fine. I've been waiting to go to the school for a while, but uh, start school, um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, personal things I want to do is actually start, I've had ideas for like, you know, movies like I've told you before. Uh, I want to try to write a script, at least like a short film. I've had one idea for a while. Probably not going to be good, but I want to do it just to do it. Um, and then I think that's those are like the two biggest things. Uh, try to be a better husband. Like I'm poor at being that right now. I think always working would be great as far as getting better relationship or whatever. I mean, I learned that about. My parents' marriage, it was never great. They, unfortunately, were not the best in relationships anyways, but I think that's part of, they didn't really keep working at it. So that's one thing I would definitely want to do and constantly be a goal for myself from here on until the day I pass is constantly keep working at my relationship. Thank you. Um, Sounds like you got the key right there, baby. So many people don't realize that. It's not... It's not going to be great ever, uh, especially being in the military. Oh, it's yeah. definitely not going to be great always. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, that's I wanted to start school, be a better husband, and then I guess one big thing that kind of been at me for a couple of years now is finding out what I want to do with my life as far as career. Because, like, my biggest problem is, so once I'm in something, really committed, really motivated, and, like, I don't want to do anything else. I want to get better at that one thing. But my problem is, you know, I guess I tend to uh, funnel things down too much where I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be doing this job, I'm going to be doing this every day, day, doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. Can I do this? Every day for the rest of my life or until I retire or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that tends to throw me off of certain careers or whatnot. So yeah, uh, that's a big thing I want to try to get towards because uh, a little bit about me coming out of high school. I didn't really want to go to school right out of high school. And on top of that, I didn't have money to go to high school. That's actually freeze or go to high school, go to college. <laughs> uh, didn't really have money to do that, so that's the main reason I joined the military. Which 
wish I would have joined earlier. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that's one reason. And then I kept pushing off, kept pushing off. And I joined the military because I was like, if I don't do this, I want to keep finding excuses not to go to school. Mm -hmm. And so that's what really ultimately pushed me, which I'm glad I did it. I've met brothers and sisters that I never would have met if I didn't do that. And then I would have probably never met my wife uh, because I did a lot of growing within that as far as myself, kind of like she did last year. Joining the military was kind of like that for me because I went from being comfortable every day, knowing what I was going to be doing every day, to going into this highly disciplined, highly stressful time for six months or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, adversity. Pushing the envelope on yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of adversity. And that creates uh, a lot of growth. Yes, definitely. Because you find out, like, going into basic, I was like, all right. I simple, simple everything down because that's what I do a lot, especially like, you know, they give you a task. Let me, let me make, make it easier, smaller, digestible parts for myself. Uh, so going into basic, talking to people that, you know, were in the military, they're like, you know, it's all a game. I'm just going to mess with you. So going in, I wasn't really worried about people messing with me. Like they can yell whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. My family's loud. I don't really care. <laughs> I would have loved but, uh, to like see like I was like all right. Looked at you while you were going through that because I'm like I wonder how he's handling this. Oh yeah, you can. Maybe we can get. I'm I'm still pretty close with a couple of people from where I'm at the basic, so maybe we can later down the road get them on the podcast and talk <laughs> about that yeah. from their experience looking at me. Probably a lot of negativity, but that's how I go through. <laughs> but uh, I was like. All right, so basic, if I can get through the gas chamber, because that was the one thing I was freaking out about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I, was like, I was like, if I can get through that, it's it should be smooth sailing, as long as I can remember everything, get through the schooling part. I can get through basic doing that. Yeah. Got through that, sucked. I hate throwing up. I didn't throw up after that, but I dry heaved. Oh. <laughs> Wish I would have threw up. Oh my god. I remember it. I remember that day. I'll never forget it. But dry heaves learned are... to... Yeah, it's so like it was kinda of funny. I went through the gas chamber, so it's a little room. You go you do a walkthrough first, come out, you go get your gas mask, set off gas can gas inside the actual room. You all line up, dial in. You're supposed to <clears throat> have your mask on. Just take your mask off, put it back on, clear it. Which is hilarious because they do that. I, I had a pretty good clear. I had like just a slight scent of it, so it didn't really mess with me. But you hear people start coughing, and like it kind of crack. It cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you do that, they line you up at the door. They stop you. Everybody has to take their mask off, start reciting one of the things you're supposed to learn in basic general orders, uh, stuff like that. You know, army song maybe sometimes, whatever drill sergeants, however they want to mess with you that day. And uh, took it off, 
a breath in, started coughing, didn't stop coughing, didn't get one word out. And uh, then they started following us out, so everybody's just like pushing each other or whatever. I'm 6'2". The girl in front of me was like 5'8". <laughs> Probably actually like 5'5". Five, five. We'll say 5'5". Five, five. And uh, <laughs> the way they had it, you know, you go out this room, take a left, then you take a right, and then you're outside. I took that left. You can't see anything. You're crying your eyes off. You're coughing. Lungs are burning. And uh, so you can't see anything. You're just holding on to their shoulder in front of you. Well, girl gets up to the wall and has to take a right. Well, she's like talking like Marshawn Lynch took a quick cut out. <laughs> I went straight into that wall. Had to find myself out. Like it was bad. Start trying to throw up after you get outside. But I got through it. And, you know, I learned a lot about myself in basic mm -hmm. as far as, like, I mean, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. But, like, any task that comes to you, it's not that big. Like, it's not that serious. Like, you can do it. Then that transferred over to AIT. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whenever we're going through an EMT course, which usually is, like, two years, we went through it in four months so it's a lot of like go to the schoolhouse yeah. yeah like you had, we had this big thousand page book or whatever and you know we're learning how to be a medic on top of doing normal army stuff that you have to learn and then after that you have to become army medic so you know you got the first part which is EMT phase and then you have the medic phase or whiskey phase and so you're going through that first part, long thousand page book of all this type of stuff, trying to take it in, taking tests about every two or three days. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> and then... I know a little something about that. <clears throat> after that, you know, you have your hands on, and that doesn't help, because you're like, the entire time you're like, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I still don't to this day. But... The way they do it and structure it, like, man, I'm going to fail. You get out there, and like, do a crate. And you're like, oh, okay, that's easy. And you just do it. You don't really think about it. The, yeah. the worst part about doing those was doing it and trying. They want you to verbalize everything you're doing. And you're like, all right, how do I say this? How do I say this? But you're just doing it. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, your brain don't know what you're doing, but your muscles, it's crazy how mm. they drill it in. But... <clears throat> After that, man, talking about badass, I was feeling. It gives you all the confidence in the world. Hell yeah. I was feeling good at the sticks, and he, yeah, he can actually talk on this, because like, that's one thing about last year that I actually liked was <laughs> the entire time, like anytime I had the stick, especially in uh, Louisiana, you're getting a lot of uh, dehydrated soldiers coming in. Uh, a lot of heat exhaustion stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of IVs, a lot of blood draws, and uh, it's funny. Like anytime I would get a chance, I'd be shooting him texts, being like, "Yo, got one. Yeah. It's easy, dog. Shit's easy." And then he'd be <laughs> doing the same. And uh, yeah, you get humbled down there, definitely. Because I was feeling good going into that. Now I don't. I don't know, man. I can't I can't stick anybody. <laughs> <clears throat> Definitely after going to Memphis. Man, whew. Dude. COVID patients. It's oh, horrible. it's awful, man. 
and it's like, and it seems to be some of the worst people. It's the ones you can't stick are always the ones that can't take it well at all either. Yeah. So it's like they start freaking out, and I'm like, yo, I can't poke you if you're going to sit here and, like, rip your arm away from me. Did I tell you that I, oh, man, I've had people pass out. Like, I get the line in. But it's like they pass out on me, and so then I'm like, hey, Doc, yo, they're like passing out bad. Had a little girl that stopped talking mid-sentence and just passed out. And I was like, yo. I say little. She wasn't like a kid, but she was like in her teens. But it was still just, yeah. That's funny about like, so I love army medicine. Like, so it's perfect for me. So like going from... EMT phase to whiskey, just like simple. They just make everything simple. Mm-hmm. Like get your thing, but I mean, like it wouldn't work in civilian side because I mean, you're dealing with a lot of gunshots, a lot of trauma. Um, you're not really having to. Well, to say most of the time, you're not having to like, you know, put them in a sea collar or anything because yeah. most of the time it's just gunshots. Stuff like that, or the typical sickness that you would get. Um, trench foot, that's bad. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's awful. So, that's the, the big joke about like medics is, you know, change your socks, drink water, ibuprofen. Because that's what you do with most of the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, civilian side, dude, I couldn't do it. But, army medicine, like, I learned a perfect example in Memphis was. So, we're all, all like, I think it was about four of us, all medics, mostly. Other people who weren't medics were just doing admin stuff. But we're paired up with nurses in Memphis, uh, doing infusions. So, you know, we would uh, get some information from them, whatever, get their chart ready, have the nurse come over, sign off on them, make sure they're consent on having this done. And then we'd be searching for a vein, trying to stick or whatever. Uh, we had this one patient, him and his wife came in, both had COVID, and she was like, he's going to pass out. And uh, this one sergeant, he's actually from my unit, he was down there with me. He's like, okay, man, real cool dude. He's like, all right, I'll go ahead, try to stick you, whatever. <clears throat> and he was like, he's telling me afterwards, he was like, you know, I had it good, I had a stick, started convulsing, passed out, started convulsing real bad. Jesus. Scared everybody else around. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like crazy to watch, but you know, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. Like, as you would think kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And so, he he starts convulsing, whatever, just kind of make sure he ain't going to hurt himself or whatever. And then just passes out. His wife's like, he passed out? Oh, like, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Wasn't even worried. And we're like, dang. Dude gets another needle. And it just... Pulls some more, and the nurse comes over, like, No, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. We're like, Why not? And she's like, You can't do it if he's unconscious. We're like, Oh, that's a prime time for us, dog. Like, he ain't gonna move now. <laughs> no, thank you. Shoot, I've, I've never been told not to do it when they're unconscious. But, you know, I guess. Apparently, that's what they had down there. So, I don't know. I could see it being yeah, like a med like, search thing. That was prime time. And I was like, There's been plenty of times where. We had to start them on stage. Well, you know, we're in an emergency medicine, so if someone's passed out, I don't think they really care too much. 
But yeah. Alrighty, man. All I can say is that I wanted to say this earlier when you were talking about, um, you know, thinking about like stuff that you want to do down the line later on. All I wanted to say was, uh, you know, be careful on thinking too hard about it. Cause, uh, even like, you know, oh, yeah. I love my job. I love helping people. And, you know, I get to see so many cool things. <clears throat> even I, like I'm sitting here thinking every now and then I'm like, man, it's crazy that I have to work every week. How I have to do this all the time and how I have to do this and this and, and like, you know, I'm not barely going to have time off for now and stuff. And then, you know, it's easy to talk yourself out of things sometimes. And that's, I've had a, I've had a bad problem with that because yeah. like one thing I have found out I don't want to do, ironically, is medicine. Yeah. Because like, I don't, so my biggest problem, and I've told, I've talked to Gannon about it before. One thing, I like army medicine, like I said. Civilian side, dude, there's so much. Like, it's not even the medical part, just like political part kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you always have to keep appearances a certain way, can't do this or that, which army's lenient, and it is the same way in the army, but like, it's definitely lenient. Like, stuff you can do in the army that you can't do in the civilian side. Like, yeah. I guess for an example is like, Working in Cookville and doing it, like, they're very political there. Mm-hmm. The department's perfect. I love everybody there. Like, I've made friends up there that I would have never met if I didn't join. But, <clears throat> like, you know, it's just always, it was like every other day, it was like, all right, so we got to make sure we got to say it this way, not this way, blah, blah, blah. Make sure we do this, not that. And it's just a lot. No. And then on top of that, go ahead. Were they like that just because, like, it was, like, was it the staff, the hospital staff talking to military and telling you that you guys got to be like this? Or was it more like a, like, they were telling everyone to be like that? They were telling everybody. And it was, like, and, it you know, it is in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of stuff's unknown, which I get. But, like, apparently they were like that beforehand. Uh, It's totally fine. Which is crazy. Really. Well, because, like, for, for the hospital I work at, no one ever told me I had to act. Like, obviously, in school, they tell you, like, you know, we, we're taught on how to work with patients. And, you know, you want to be kind and you got to be, you know, you, you pretty much you got to kiss ass. But, like, I know two things now that, uh, one, I definitely talk back to patients a lot more than I used to if it came down to it like yeah someone would be upset but i'm like yeah sorry you're upset but you're in an er and there's like somebody dying down the hall like i don't say that i do say like we have critical people and people are busy but we'll be in here as soon as possible but <clears throat> like say someone's Which, like a lot oh go ahead no, go ahead go ahead i was gonna say but we have some people you know that come in they're sitting <clears throat> yelling and screaming we have people that want to be combative those are my favorite because i get to throw hands with them almost and then, uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't talk to any of my patients like how other nurses talk to their patients. Like, I feel like so many patients have that customer service thing. But it's like, mm-hmm. when I go into a patient's room, unless they're like giving me the worst vibes ever, I typically talk to them like how I talk to y'all, except not as many cuss words, if any. And I, I got to that point. And it, I'm sure they didn't want me to get to that point. But <laughs> I got to that point, like, 
I'm pretty, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go around and just, like, cuss and, you know, tell people off, like, um, around now is pretty much how I am. Like, I'll be real with a person. Like, I want, I want to be how I would want to be treated. Exactly. That's how I usually tend to be. But, like, people are just, it doesn't matter where you're at. People are going to be rude. People are going to yes. be just unnecessary. And, like, everybody thinks their situation is the most prevalent, but it really ain't, dude. Like, you could, you'd be sitting there and, you know, oh, I broke my hand. All right, well, I ain't, and they'll check you out. Okay, you're good, whatever. This dude's over here coding. So we're going we're gonna to work on him real quick. You're comfortable. Nothing's going to happen right now. We'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And people do not like that answer. Granted, <laughs> that's probably a bad example, but, like, seriously. Yeah, but, they want, everyone thinks the world revolves around them, and then uh, when it doesn't, then they get all pissy, man, and I'm like, you know, regardless of how pissy you're going to get, I'm like, we're still going to be waiting for a hot minute. I'm like, that's just how things work here. Like, not everything is bendable to the will of you. So, But I guess uh, the biggest thing about medicine I've found that has turned me off from it. <clears throat> Good thing, bad thing. Uh, depends. I Definitely situational, but egos in medicine I do not like it that's fair it's like everybody the way you go to school you know in medicine is you're going to have a lot of confidence coming out of it and people are taught different ways Mm -hmm. different ways for different situations will work and people think their way is always right and better and I've gotten to a point where, like, I definitely know, I don't know a lot of stuff compared to other people. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Me like, too. even in my unit. Like, like, you're always going to be humbled. I'm a medic in the military. I have a EMT basic certification, but it's more, I'm higher above mine, but there are basics who know more than I. Yeah. I can definitely tell you that. There's people in my unit that are empty basics as of right now but no more or as up to the level of nurses like it's crazy yeah but like i guess one <clears throat> one example is actually in louisiana um i think it's these providers because they were amazing i love them but like there's one part where it's like one of them asked the question to get their opinion on another like a situation with this patient nothing bad or anything he asked the question, the provider's like, yeah, uh, I'll do this, blah, 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 whatever. And the one that asked, basically asked it just so he could flaunt his stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I've had a lot of that happen a lot. And that's just, and it got to a point where I'm like, we trying to show off or are we trying to take care of the patient? And yeah. And that's not always, for me. That's I don't think. A, not for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Luckily, I know you're gonna you're gonna see that with like any any place. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Well, add on some other things, but those are like big things. It could be. 
you know, oh, well, that's why I'm worried about the whole uh, traveling thing. Like, regardless, we're going to do it. It's just the people I work with, like the biggest problems I've had at the hospital when it came to any type of beef with any coworker, it was always other nurses that I've always beefed with. It was never the docs have been. I don't know if the docs like me just because I, you know, I talked like I was like I said I talked to the, everyone the same. So I talked to doctors like how I talked to other people. The only difference is I call them a doctor. So I'm like, hey, yo, doc, what's good? We got this going on in the shawty's room. Can we get this, you know, fixed? And then they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I work well with them. Like even the doctors in the ED, like they're starting to know me more on a personal level, and we're all like talking about this, this, and that. But yeah, no, nah, it's just the nurses that I end up beefing with because yeah, the politics get involved. They say some stupid stuff, and then I didn't. I don't know if I told you, but when I first got like worked there, I got in trouble like the first week of me working there, and it's because of the my pre my preceptor listened. Like we t- we had a conversation. She took almost everything I said in that conversation, twisted it into the shittiest way you could possibly imagine, and then told my managers. And so I had to sit down with the managers and talk, tell like they were sitting there accusing me of not wanting to be there, spending too much time off the floor. My too much time off the floor was saying, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom. And then she was all mm. like, yeah, and she should have known better. You should have freaking did. known better. I was so mad. And then it's like, and then when I was talking to them, I was, they could tell like I was visibly angry. Like I had a tear of anger coming out because I couldn't, you know pop off and uh they're like do you want us to get her in here because i knew who said all the shit and i said no i'm like that's not gonna help anything i just know where i'm at now in in people's eyes and i'm just gonna prove you wrong and then they ended up talking to me like two weeks later and they're like we don't know what happened again but you did such a you're doing such a great job everybody loves you i'm like i know because i'm like shoddy was bugging and i'm glad she's barely my preceptor anymore but yeah, I'll, well, with all that being said, I think things are going to look really well for this us this year. I don't, you know, everyone says that things are going to look good, but I feel like no matter what happens, no matter what down, like downward hills that we fall or anything like that, I know we're, whatever happens is going to happen, but regardless, it'll probably be the best case scenario for the both of us. You know, we will grow more and we'll succeed more hopefully more succeeding and growing because I hate learning these life lessons because they always suck. <laughs> but regardless, I know, you know, we as people will grow from this. As long as you go in with a positive mindset and then a strong will to succeed and even better discipline, we'll get all this stuff done. You'll get your play right. And I can't wait to read that. I want to I wanna do a voice on it. You got to let me be in it. But, uh, hey, like... I wanna I wanna say one thing before we wrap this up is I have one goal for this podcast and us is I I don't know how you feel about it about the podcast since we started it uh, I've had a lot of fun doing it Heck yeah and I want to continue to grow I don't really care to like one of the big podcasts or anything like that that'd be cool I guess but like I want to just be able to have a solid base where we can have interactions with people. And uh, as I'm saying all this, I want to get to, like, I'll say 50 episodes for us. Thank you. 
I know the longer we go, the better we'll get at it, and the more people will come, the more interactions we can have with people. Heck yeah, more memories with friends. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But alrighty. Ah, man. So it's about that time. (laughs) I didn't do this last time, but I'm doing it now. Go ahead and pop off on them. No, I can't. I'm still recovered. Okay. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah, dude, my throat. I'm. I'm. I, I've been sick for about a week now, but I think we're we're doing it. I feel physically a hell of a lot better. My throat still. I think it like took some damage with all the coughing and stuff that I did. So, luckily, it's not burning right now. But anyway, hit that like button, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Stay blessed. Peace.